Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the commercial property network. Over the next few weeks, we will be discussing the Southeast Report, and in today's episode, I'll be speaking with Izzy Watterson, Senior Research Analyst here at LSH, to discuss one of the articles in the report called A Test of Strength. So thank you for joining me today on the podcast. Please can you tell us what it's all about? Hello. So there's lots of debate around how the pandemic could trigger significant shifts in demand for offices and residential across the southeast. With this in mind, we've assessed 35 key locations in the region for their resilience to change and ultimately their potential to benefit from new spatial dynamics. In essence, it's a ranking of towns and cities based on a mixture of economic and market-based data sets to assess each market on four distinct measures. The measures are all separate and quite different from one another. Could you tell us about the office market dynamics measure and which location performs best? Each of the four are rankings which are designed to assess different aspects of the markets. The office market dynamics ranking looks at the balance of supply and demand within each market and rental growth rates. We found Cambridge and Oxford were the best performing markets on this measure, which reflects the current strength of demand from the science and technology occupiers in the markets. Both cities are in prime position to benefit from the acceleration in life sciences funding and investment that's been greatly triggered by the pandemic. You've got the presence of world-class universities, clusters of knowledge-based industries, and successful established science and business parks. And because of all of this, Oxford and Cambridge are set to see the strongest levels of rental growth over the next five years. Is that among the southeast markets? Yes, but also among all UK office markets, in fact. So our independent forecasts indicate Oxford and Cambridge rental growth to outperform the other regions and London as well. So that's pretty impressive. So there are three other assessments. Let's start with the residential growth prospects one. Where does well on this measure? The residential growth prospect assessment incorporates indicators of population size and growth, housing completion rates and the pipeline of future residential development. As the greater the residential growth of a market, the greater capacity to support workforces, which may be increasingly seeking to work at home or live close to their workplaces. Milton Keynes ranks at the top of this measure with a fast growing population and one of the largest residential development pipelines in the southeast. It certainly makes sense that Milton Keynes would be top of that. What about the other two measures? Yes, we have one measure for connectivity, arguably a key factor if the pandemic pushes firms to adopt flexible office models where employers' working lives may be split between their homes, central office hubs, and also local satellite offices. So towns and cities with short commuting times to London and cheaper office rents may be the most viable locations for these satellite and serviced offices. Croydon ranks at the top for connectivity. It's a short 15-minute train journey into central London and prime office rents here at less than half the price of the West End, making it an attractive location for firms who might be looking to spread their London office footprint. Last but not least, our final assessment is actually a pre-existing measure, LSH's Well-Established Vitality Index, which is our annual health check on UK locations, which spans economic, business, lifestyle, health and environment indicators. Woking came at the top of the index this year, scoring particularly highly across health and environment indicators, but it also scored well on a number of economic and business measures too, such as wage growth and commercial property investment. So there are lots of various ways to appraise the markets, but why did you use this approach rather than just one ranking? Every location is very different and has its own pros and cons depending on how you look at it. 
So a thematic investment strategy might want to give more weight to say uh, residential growth prospects, while another may attach more importance to existing socioeconomic characteristics, for instance. For example, if you see decentralization and more agile working as an outcome of the pandemic, you could argue that the connectivity and the residential growth prospects measures are of most importance. So with Milton Keynes, Watford and Croydon each performing well in both these two rankings, you could argue that these places are viable targets. And out of interest, if we were to combine all of the former assessments together, which locations perform well across the board? Drum roll, please. Milton Keynes is the best overall, followed by Watford. As I've mentioned, Milton Keynes ranks top of the residential growth prospects measure, and it also ranks third in both the office market dynamics and connectivity measures, with strong demand boosted by growing clusters of high-value technology companies, as well as good connectivity to London, plus relatively low-cost office rents. And it's a similar story for Watford, which ranks second in the overall ranking. To read the article in its entirety, please visit the link in the description of this podcast. Over the next few weeks, there'll be various content being pushed out around the Southeast Report. If you visit our LinkedIn, you'll be able to keep up to date with everything that's going on.